Good morning everyone and a very, very happy Christmas to you all. And I say that because the word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. Christmas Day is a day to astonish us and fill us with wonder, to silence us and bring us to our knees. And if it doesn't, then perhaps we've reduced it to what we can handle to what we can feel at home with. Cards, presents, turkey and mince pies. Because the truth Christmas contains is absolutely mind-blowing. As St John puts it, the word became flesh. A child is born in darkness among the animals and nothing else can ever be the same again. The all-holy powerful creator, declares himself once and forever to be with us, on our side, enfleshed, incarnate in our world. That's what's staggering. Thirty-odd years ago now, I spent a few weeks at a theological college in the United States of America, and it was the custom of the students there to use the pavements as a kind of messaging service. It was in the days before mobile phones existed and the students would simply, they'd simply text each other today, but then they would chalk on the pavement. Things like, happy birthday, John, or tennis match Monday at six o'clock. Crossing the road one day, I was faced with these astonishing words, chalked in large letters. Jesus wept. Is your God man enough to cry? And I thought to myself, that's, you know, spot on for Christmas Day. Is your God man enough to cry? Whoever wrote that understood what Christmas is about. Understood what Christmas means by the incarnation. Understood the significance of its title, Emmanuel, which means God with us. Is your God man enough to cry? to be disclosed once upon a time in a crying baby, a fragile child, to be revealed once in history in a vulnerable man, weeping at the death of his beloved friend Lazarus, to be seen in the words and actions of a man who is arrested, tortured and crucified. Is your God man enough to cry, to suffer and to die? Here's the Christian mystery, the paradox and faced with such a stunning truth, our instinct is to try and tame it or simplify it or domesticate God by cutting him down to our size. But Christmas, you know, isn't about the domestication of God. It's about the humanising of God. God revealed once in time, wearing our shape. God, who is never less than the all-powerful creator of all that is seen and unseen, yet who chooses to disclose the reality of his love in the only way we can begin to understand it, in the form of a child, a child who must learn his first halting words at his mother's knee, a child who must learn from Mary and Joseph the very meaning of love. He is a mystery to amaze us and fill us with wonder, to reduce us to silence and bring us to our knees. And being a Christian means seeing the face of God just for a moment, just for a little while, 
and being changed by what we have seen. For if the all-holy God can reveal himself once in a stable, then where may he not be found? If the all-holy God can be disclosed in the birth of this child and in these circumstances, we can never be sure again where he may not appear or to what lengths he won't go in his gentle and loving pursuit and care of us. Now we're right, of course, to look for him in our churches, and indeed the God we know in Christ is with us as we worship him, with us as he promised in the breaking of bread, and how we all long for the time when we can return to our church buildings. Yet he's also to be found in places where we don't expect to find him, and in unpredictable forms, so that we may reject him or fail to recognise him. Disguised, for example, as the loved one to whom we no longer give much attention. Or disguised as the hungry child we do not have to feed. Or that asylum seeker on whom we can turn our back. Or that lonely neighbour who we do not have to comfort. It is this truth of the hidden Christ which caused Mother Teresa to say when she was asked why she cared for human beings in need that she was serving Jesus under the distressing guise of the poorest of the poor. There's a Russian writer called Turgenev who once dreamed that he was in a village church together with a congregation largely made up of peasants. A man comes to stand beside him. I did not turn towards him, but immediately I felt that this man was Christ, he said. And after a bit he turns towards him and perceives a face like everybody's face, a face like all men's faces and the clothes on him just like everyone else's. Turgenev is astonished. What sort of Christ is this? Such an ordinary, ordinary man. And he concludes, Suddenly I was afraid and came to my senses, for I realised that it was just such a face, a face like all men's faces, that is the face of Christ. He had learned the awesome and mysterious meaning of Christmas that is lurking beneath the tinsel and the fairy lights. The discovery of the God who is with us and within us and on our side forever, the Christ-like God whom we may find in the places and people where we least expect him, and the only God who is man enough to cry, which is why I wish you all a very happy and blessed Christmas.